All right, all right. Oh, man. Good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Mm. At 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. <clears throat> that was spicy. I don't do spicy food, okay? I don't do hot food. But um, a couple of my clients made me some um, uh, barbecue in the pit. And, uh, man, it was some spicy, spicy hot food. That's not what I do. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. Uh, man, I care about you. I want you to know how valuable you are and that you are a creative power. And despite how you feel, man, despite how you feel, you're amazing. Even if you don't feel amazing, uh, your life is grand. Uh, you are very, very, uh, you're worth it, man. So speak uh, kind words to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Ex- express and extend mercy to you and gracie to yourself, okay? Uh, if you're hard on yourself, if you don't, if you have trouble forgiving yourself, just continue sending grace. So thank you for, uh, like I said, tuning in. We're going to get started on this episode. Um <clears throat> Uh, you know, once again, just <laughs> each and every day, man, I kind of bump into interesting situations. And I, I met a gentleman from Michigan, Detroit, Michigan in the house. Anyway, I'm not even from Detroit, Michigan, but Eminem is eight miles. So I was like, come on, you know, like, just roll with me with it. All right. All right. And we'll get started. All right. So basically, uh, the gentleman I came across was from Detroit, Michigan, man. I was like, man, get out of here. Anyway. So, uh, you know, in light of, uh, you know, George Floyd's situation, in light of riotings and protesting, uh, this gentleman, uh, he needed a, he needed a ride, okay? His family's in Detroit, you know, he's trying to persevere. Basically, he's going nine months, man, nine months without uh, income or paycheck, right? So he came here literally to Waco, Texas, man, for a job. <laughs> and I was like, golly. You know, in the midst of protests, George Floyd's family, uh, you know, just the, the upheaval uh, of our country, you know, uh, trying to re-educate police, trying to reform cops, that that, you know, with the, the possibility in schools and kids and COVID, you know, there's like this man standing in front of me, or rather, he, he called me first from the airport, and he needed a ride. I tried to find him access. I was like, man, forget that man. At first, I was like, man, he can. He's a grown ass man. He can get his own. He can get his own ride. I mean, why can't he just download the the Lyft app or the Uber app? And I was like, dude, that's selfish, bro. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. So, um, hit up Google. It's like, hey, you know, you know, airport airport transportation, and um, just talk to the guy. Got a few prices and all that stuff, but. You know, uh, put our heads together. <laughs> it was a lady who was a local resident here in Waco, man. She's like, hey, I know where the airport's at. It's near China Springs. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know where that's at. So uh, she volunteered to go pick him up. And uh, when he got here, and he was just, you know, thankful, right? Bright, happy. You know, uh, not really knowing how he was going to get here, being the only person at the airport, being the only person there. No one else, but just him. And, um... You know, just like, wow, man, you know, just sometimes when you take a step back and, um, you know, don't make it about yourself and be willing to to obey. Right. Like, just be obedient. Um, No money involved. You know, he he offered her payment. She didn't accept it. You know, uh, it's just looking out for each other. Right. In the midst of this season. Uh, So the gentleman, um, like I said, he's probably in his 60s. Told me he's like, hey man, I haven't had a paycheck, and uh, I was like, man, are you serious, bro? You know, that's the last thing I want to hear, right? And um, was able to get him a, a few groceries, man, and got him checked in. So I don't know, you know, I just kind of a short story that I came across today. 
um, kind of gave me a little bit of hope and uh, inspiration, a little bit of um, just happiness, right, and joy to see people uh, pressing forward and not making excuses, not blaming, right? He wasn't, you know, angry and blaming anybody. You know, he wasn't pointing a finger. He's just like, hey, you know, let's do it. You know, let's once again, let's let, let's jump in the boat, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's jump in the boat, man. And that's kind of how I uh, I faced the situation. I was like, you know what, man, I, I could either sit here and stay focused on myself, and what I'm doing, and just forget about him and leave him stranded or you know, let's jump in the boat. You know, and three or four of us, like I said, we got together, picked him up, got him situated. And uh, he starts his training tomorrow morning, 730, bright and early. So um, no one will ever know. Know who I am, who he was, the people that were involved, which is the best part, man. You know, you don't have to um, face FaceTime it, Facebook, snap it, post it on it online every every time we we do a good deed. You know, we we should be able to do a, we should be able to do a thing for someone in secret, and it be left at that. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you bless someone, you know, um, you may in turn receive the blessing, and and that's what I got tonight. Like you know, I I was blessed. To see his smile, to see his joy, to see his enthusiasm, right? He had no loss of enthusiasm. And I was like, man, that, that blessed me. To see his energy, he was bubbly. I was frustrated. I, it was hot. You know what I'm saying? At work, I was like, man, you know, sometimes you get ready to go. It's like, ah, I don't want to be here at these moments. And he's like, you know, he could tell by my demeanor that I was just trying to, you know, go through the motions of it. But, you know, it it, 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 it weighed on me and it, it made an impact. So, um, Oftentimes, when things aren't going your way, you're not getting what you want. You're, you're losing patience, right? Sometimes something to slap you right in the face, and that's kind of what he was for me tonight—a kind of a slap in the face, like, "Hey, man, be grateful, bruh." You know, so touche, man, touche. So, uh, but yeah, just wanted to share that story. It's, like I said, it's short. Um, I don't have anything on, you know, protesting and rioting right now. I don't have anything on, you know. Um, it's just the air of our of our society right now, but I just want to just encourage you, right? Be encouraged, man. Um, that that God is at work. Um, we just got to continue being patient and continue coming to the table uh, and looking at looking at for look, looking at and looking after each other. Uh, being able to agree to disagree, right, and having each other's back regardless, right? Uh, pulling together. Um, I, my dad would say all for one, you know, one for all. So I hate it. I hate it when he would say that. But anyway, um, probably going to try to get a little bit of sleep. I'm tired. I hadn't been asleep since I got off work, but wanted to lay the, lay those bars down, lay those tracks down and, uh, hope and pray that you're well. Um, I do want to tie into a short story, but, um, you know, I'm thinking I better you know, shut my brain down first. But uh, I do want to just say thank you so much for, uh, you know, just tuning in when you don't have to tune in um, and, you know, choosing to follow me and just to follow my voice. Know that I'm appreciative. I'm very grateful. I'm deeply, deeply humbled. Uh, you know, I'm just, just saying thank you. So, all right. We will continue this episode briefly. Thank you. All right. Anyway, so <clears throat> I'm going to go into a little uh, <laughs> parable in a second, but... Um, as I was continuing about, <laughs> sorry guys, my puppy, she's, she's, uh, honed in like a, like a missile. Uh, she has one of these chewing toys and she's making a lot of noise while this episode's on. So I'm trying to keep her quiet. So, uh, now as I was saying about, you know, um, you know, being from Detroit, Michigan and the gentleman that I came in contact with, 
who was just, you know, in, in good spirits, even though he hadn't had a paycheck and going through his changes. So I've been reading about how we, um, so basically like, um, you, you can't change others. Okay. Uh, it's also true that, you know, we can have an impact. Okay. But I think there's some keys or a, rather a key, right. To affecting others, uh, you know, in ways that might, you know, ignite a change in them. Uh, and you got to meet people where they are. Okay. So, uh, I want to repeat that you, we have to be willing to meet people where they are and not where we think they should be. Okay. So like I said, I'm talking to myself here because the dude, um, you know, him being at the airport, I'm like, dude, man, I'm not meeting you where you are. Find your own way. Okay. But, um, he was a good guy and he ended up, like I said, affecting change in me because I'm like, okay, you know, I got to get outside of myself. And, but anyway, so, um, so, but yeah, I, I want to repeat that. Okay. We have to be willing to, to meet people where they are and not where we think they should be. Cause I felt like, you know, he should have, like I said, you know, had a, had, had an app, Uber, had a, had a cab, had, you know, family here waiting for him, had a buddy. I feel like he should, he should have done this. He should have done that. And like, that's, that's not helpful. Right. It's just, I wasn't being helpful. Uh, if you hear noise in the background, it's my puppy, Bailey. She's chewing on a bone. Thank you for stopping Bailey. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, man. So, um, we we have to be willing to meet people where they are and not where we think they should be. Okay, like all all that's inner inner talk to yourself that like you're doing. Okay, she should do this, they should do that. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. But you know, like I said, it's just one of those things that, like I said, I too myself am working on. Okay, um, so basically, I'm going to go into a short parable, um, kind of a picture of the way I myself and maybe you. You know, most people maybe tend to hope, right, to spark change in others, okay? So, like I said, this is a short, short parable. This is not my parable. And it's a short story about um, how people, including myself, most people, maybe some, some, of, some, some of you listening, uh, we tend to hope to spark change in others by doing this. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, so there was a fool, and, and that fool once stood at the top of a mountain, okay? And looking down, uh, you know, he saw that all the people, all the other people were at the bottom of the mountain. OK. And he wanted the others to be standing next to him. So he began to get angry. He yelled and screamed, hey, get up here. OK, you people down there, stop going the wrong way. OK. And he shouted and, and, and over and over he shouted um, that they should be next to him, you know, on top of the, on, on, on the mountaintop. OK. But no matter how angry he got. Okay, the fact remained that the other people were at the bottom of the mountain. They were too far away to hear even a syllable of anything he said. Okay, now you're probably thinking, okay, all right, so what's the point? Well, I'm like, well, think about it. Okay, um, so oftentimes we think, okay, man, that's a foolish story. You know, that's someone else out there, you know, yelling and screaming like that. But well, if you think about it, that's that's you and me. Okay, oftentimes, you know, I don't realize and maybe you don't realize that at times, um, you know, I'm the one who who embodies the same characteristics of this fool yelling at people. Right. Uh, Which is pretty interesting when you focus on yourself and look at yourself and look at how you treat people and how you, um, you know, expect people to this and that. Right. Uh, So I thought that was very, very interesting. So and, and the fool on the mountaintop. Um. And to, to just to bring it, you know, more closer to home, consider how many times, 
you yourself. Yeah, I'll consider how many times I myself. Sorry, when I move my puppy, uh, I, I, you know, I'm just asking you to consider how many times you yourself, and I'll consider how many times I myself. Um, how I've wanted others to change. Okay, right? Change their behavior, change the way they think, change their belief system, whatever. Uh, I want him or her to change. Um, that I find myself kind of you know talking at them or preaching at them rather than talking and listening with them okay so think about that okay how many times have you yourself you know have considered and you you want this person to change family member coworker, neighbor whoever and you're preaching at them you're fussing at them you're yelling at them instead of listening and talking with them okay and then you might even justify say oh man damien it, it comes from a place of love i'm like well okay and of course it might then again it might not but it doesn't change the fact that if we speak at people instead of speaking with people, um, and if you speak with people and take turns, you will you will you will likely. Um, I'm sorry. If you speak at people, and instead of speaking with people, you will likely not be heard. Okay, because when you talk at a person, and I've addressed this several times in previous in my previous uh, episodes if you want to go back to some previous ones but you can't just talk at people like even right now making this podcast i don't want to be talking at you i want to have a conversation that's real with you and i do this all the time myself um we talk at our nieces and our neighbors and i'll 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 preach at people and it's like dude you're not listening bro you know but uh (laughs) like i said i thought that was a very very funny parable um, you know, we have to get out of, out of this habit of talking at people. Okay. So basically if you, if, if we want others, you know, who are at the bottom of the mountain, you know, the proverbial mountain to hear us, uh, then we, then we're going to have to have a self-discipline. Okay. To leave the place that we are, you know, on, on top of the mountain, <laughs> we're going to have to climb down the mountain and we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to meet them where they are. Okay. Now you're thinking, man, Damien, once again, man, bro, I shouldn't have to do that all the time. And I'm like, okay, I I respect that. And I I feel what you're saying. And that's perfectly, I think that's a perfect, perfectly normal feeling and thought to have. Okay. You know, why, why am I the one having to go down and meet them with the are? Why am I the one having to, you know, be the bigger person and so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, Like I said, that's normal. That's a normal thought. But in moments, like when you think that, uh, basically you are most precisely like the man at the top of the mountain yelling down to others, like that fool. So the moment you think and feel that, you are you you have literally become that fool on top of the mountain yelling down at, the, at those people who can't hear you, who can't understand you, who can't hear you. Period. Right. So, um, like I said, it's tough, but going down to the bottom of the mountain. It basically creates an opportunity for you, okay? Okay? It creates an opportunity for you to to address conflict directly and at its source. Instead of staying far from it, away from it, uh, doing nothing effective about it and hoping, like, oh, magically it's going to change. <laughs> you know, it's just like this uh, George Floyd situation, right? We, we can't just, just post on social media, hey, change. I can't just be posting... Uh, a flyer, hey, change, and but not roll up my sleeves and not engage people who don't think like me, who don't agree with me, who don't believe how I believe, and I don't educate myself. Okay, 
and I don't, I don't open my mind to learning and to listening. Okay, so yeah, I, I could leave with anger and frustration, but how is that helpful? How is that effective? And it's not. Okay, uh, we have to go down to the bottom of the mountain and talk to police officers. Okay, talk to uh, law enforcement. Talk to people in your neighborhood who don't look like you. Talk to people who are, you know, if if you're affluent, people who are not affluent. And if you're not affluent, talk to people who are affluent, right? You know, have those conversations. Uh, like I said, you know, come down from the mountain. So once again, it's it's all about creating opportunities, okay? In which you're right, man. you like, ah, I got I got better things to do. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. I get that. And maybe, you know, in time, you'll come around, but... Um, I don't know, man. I think that the idea of staying far away from it and doing nothing, you know, that's just not effective. And all, all of us hope things magically change. Oh, man, I think she should change and she should this and he should that. It's just a waste of energy. So the idea is to learn about yourself, not, not for you to fix. Um, we aren't talking about fixing people. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about... Looking at yourself, looking at you, what you're doing. So I'm going to uh, go back over that parable <laughs> one more time just in case, um, you know, you don't understand. Um, but we're, we're talking about um, meeting people where they are once again and not where we think they should be. OK, so meeting people where they are and not where we think they should be. So the parable, once again, is a fool. He stood at top of a mountain looking down and he saw that. All the other people were at the bottom, okay, and he wanted uh, the others to be standing next to him, you know, on top of the mountain. So he began to get very, very angry and yelled and screamed at the people, "Hey, stop going the wrong way, man! Like, come on, dude! Like, y'all, you guys are freaking going the wrong way!" He's yelling and screaming, getting very angry, okay, and he shouts over and over that they should be next to him on the mountain top, okay. But no matter how angry he got, uh, the facts remain. That the others were at the bottom of the mountain and they were too far away to hear him even yell a syllable <clears throat> or hear anything he said. So, like I said, we, we've all been that person um, trying to or hoping or magically expecting things to change you know, from a distance. But, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> my encouragement is to myself, like, you know, Damon, hey, man, come down from the mountain, come down from where you are, get out of your chair, get up, quit being lazy and meet people. You know, it's it's like I said, at the source, you you want to go to the source and the sources we're all going to have to come to the table <coughs> and meet at the middle of the table. <coughs> Sorry about that, man. Um, so, like I said, whether it's a gentleman who hasn't uh, gotten a paycheck and he's asking uh, asking me or asking, you know, my team to meet him where he is at the airport so he can you know get 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 to work. Or whether it's it's uh you know it's you where you are you know and you're having to meet a coworker or meet a fa- or meet a or meet a family member or meet a neighbor or meet um, you know ex mate or wh- whatever right we have to be willing to come down um, from the mountain right and you know um, address conflict directly and at its source so I, I do believe in leading I do believe in leading with compassion and humility you know humbling ourselves you know under the mighty hand of God and He will exalt us in due time so. Um, you know, I think compassion and humility will bypass, you know, a person's defensiveness, right? And help us all to communicate in ways, you know, that get us through, you know, regardless of our emotional state, right? 
Um, but it takes effort and it takes practice. The more the more we practice it, the more we'll get better at it. And eventually it will become a, way, a natural way of interacting for yourself. OK, because you, you can only control you, not the other person. So um, that's why I say lead with, that's why I say lead with compassion and humility, because it's a process, man. Uh, it was a process for me to get out of my head and get out of my selfishness to help that gentleman at the airport who needed a ride, uh, who needed a way, uh, who did not have a way. He had no other form, no other, no other, you know, options. It was just me or his daughter way back in Michigan. And I was like, man, I mean, dude, why do I have to be the one to once again, you know, <laughs> but why should I have to, have, why should I have to do this all the time? Like that was, I had to, I had to work through that. That thinking, that selfishness, okay? And it's the same with the George Floyd situation. You have to ask yourself, you know, as, as a black person, as a white person, Hispanic person, Asian person, you know, Vietnamese, you know, whatever race you are, hey, you know, why should I? And, I'm, and, my, and the question should be, you know, why, why shouldn't you? Like, well, why should you not? So I do hope and, hope and pray that, you know, a little bit of this is making sense a little bit, and maybe over time it will. Um, I, the, the goal is to never, like I said, talk at you. I've always uh, believed that when you talk at people, you're not going to be heard. Um, when you use force, it's not going to be heard. When you're impatient, it's not going to be heard. But when you lead with compassion, you lead with humility, you lead with listening, man, it makes a big difference, a, a raw overall difference. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to continue with that. All right, so yeah, it was interesting, interesting week. Uh, but uh, wanted to uh, say thank you for you know for tuning in. Thank you for taking time out of your day. Um, you know, I know it's hard, um, hard for us all, man. I think we're all trying to um, sometimes figure it out, right? And maybe even um, make uh, make plans or make stake, um, but. Just a moment at a time, man. I mean, like when I say trusting God um, and letting Him work everything out, man, it, it's it's uh, it's scary, but at the same time, it's so relieving. So uh, you know, that's my prayer for you in this moment to just um, you know, trust trust the Lord. Okay, um, he he knows, he knows what He's doing, but we have to allow Him to have His power, have His way. We have to align. Our, our will with his will you know we have to we have to get on his page because he's not going to get on our page or you know your heavenly father and we have to get on his page okay now, like i said i'm not not finna sit here and preach at you so uh, that's not how i, I want to be spoken to that's not how i want to be talked to so i just want to say thank you for tuning in i uh, thank you for taking time out of your out of your day um out of your schedule to just listen in um and and like i always say if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far, you know, we're going to have to go together. You're going to, you're going to need community. You're going to need a support system. You're going to need to be around people who, who think and walk and, and talk and who look differently than you, who have a different angle on this thing called life, uh, who want to help you and bless you. So just understand that obedience, okay, is better than sacrifice, okay? So we're going to spend time on that in the future, you know, just talking about how, you know, obedience to your Heavenly Father, obedience to His will, obedience to seeking for his kingdom and his righteousness and, and his holy and his holiness and his pureness is is priority number one okay 
It's just priority number one is seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. And so that that passage of scriptures in Matthew 6, verses 33 and 34 or so. But you're going to need to go back and read the whole context, okay? Which I think begins at, at verse 26, 27 through 34 or so. Um, like I said, just know I care about you. Um, know that you matter. Know that, you know, uh, you mean a great, 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 great big deal to me. And I just can't thank you enough for, for taking time out of your day um, to tune in. And, and, and as always, you know that, know that I wish you much peace. All right, talk to you guys soon.